Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 253. Not a spoiler episode. Regular episode. Regular old 253, buddy. Because I'm just excited because we've got a really good spoiler episode coming up yes, later. Yes, we in do. The week. We already recorded it, guys. <laughs> it's ready. Get ready. So today you're going to get a little taster. A little taster. A little, of a little taster. Yeah, we did an American Sniper spoiler up, guys. Um, that will be released uh, Thursday, the 29th of January. Um, We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about American Sniper. We're going to talk about uh, Inherent Vice, A Most Violent Year, Paddington, and Cake. Yeah, a lot of movies got mm-hmm. got sonified. Yeah. Got visualized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, we punched these movies with our eyes. We did punch these movies with our eyes repeatedly. <laughs> I just saw Cake this morning on a screener. Um, so... I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> that means when you ate cake while you were watching it. <laughs> I should have. I should have. Yeah, I'm feeling a little run down. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, a little bit of a scratchy throat and the like. Um, so get the fuck off samurai, my back. Samurai, you know? samurai flu? <laughs> samurai flu. What? <laughs> a samurai flu sounds like... <laughs> what would a samurai flu be? I My stomach's upset because I stuck a blade into it? <laughs> exactly. It's half seppuku. Blade meaning wiener. Yeah, I stuck a dick into my, I stuck a dick into my stomach. So I have by a, way of your mouth. <laughs> oh, the old samurai the flu. Old, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that, that guy's got the samurai flu. Someone's got a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little light in the loafers. That's how he got the samurai flu. <laughs> His katana's a little sparkly. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> His rice is sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Conway yeah. is here tonight. <laughs> and Dorfun Golf. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dorfun Golf. Um, that is the Dorf could be on anything and be adorable. It is he's perfect. any topic. I remember me meeting... Dorf is like an oracle. First of all, this is this Dorf is Dorf on the future. <laughs> <laughs> Dorf, Dorf, what, Dorf, what's in store f- for us? I see the polar ice caps melting. <laughs> Speaking of old guys, we saw Don Rickles in concert By a way, week ago. Our guest, this is Laura House, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, she won't let us introduce her. Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> you all know. So, are you so Am Laura I House. Laura House or am I someone related to you? <laughs> Laura's mad because I said she sounded like my aunt. She's like, "Oh, what does that mean?" I was like, "No, my aunt's a lovely." Because nobody's like, "My aunt is dead sexy," and you sound just like her. It was like, no, it was like, "Oh, well, you, you sounded like my aunt." If you would have said, "My aunt is dead, dead sexy, sexy," that would be creepy. That's worse yeah. than yeah. than saying you sound like my lovely aunt. That's yeah. worse than saying she's very nice. You meant weird no. stuff. No, she's she's you. She lives in a closet. <laughs> And you just slipped coloring books under the door, <laughs> and you were like, "You sound like my aunt." Yeah, so that was <laughs> I get code. It. I get it. Yeah, Laura, what do you want to color can, today? I can, I can crack all the codes today. I'm the imitation game. <laughs> you slide coloring books under the door. <laughs> Here, it's Tuesday. It's your Tuesday book. Yeah, you want to make bunnies look friendly? <laughs> Here's a green. Mm, yeah, stay in the line. She gets a color every day. <laughs> One color. <laughs> One color. That's it. Yeah, Last right. time we gave well, it's a two. closet. She can't even see any yeah. of the colors. Yeah. We did all two right. colors. All right, today you can do grass. <laughs> <laughs> so what should we talk about first? American Sniper? Um, 
Oh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Vegas.com. We'll oh, get into that a little bit Vegas. later, too. Um, We're going to talk about shows and buffets. Yeah, Chris and I mm. have been to Vegas so many times, so we yes. know we know all yeah. the places to see what, what to do. I want a $2 steak. You got it, kid. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Every meal. What could yeah. go right? <laughs> um, all right, yeah, let's get into American Sniper. Um, obviously, there's... Um, Crazy amounts of controversy surrounding this movie now with the M- Michael Moore tweet, and then uh, we'll we'll get into it in detail and depth in the uh, spoiler. Spoiler up. up, yeah, it's fifty minutes of us talking. Oh, about that. really so, interesting. So let's. So I just need to tiptoe around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in that one part, I felt it was. <laughs> No, we, Good. We, we, no, we, we can, can well, we do the actual review. I we'll hear do the you. Movie review. And you, we, we can hear your opinion, but we're just saying, Chris and I. And then we're going to put you in a closet and slip you a covering. Yeah, oh, go. my God. Mm-hmm. I want red. Yeah. You'll get whatever color you want, pumpkin. Oh, yay. <laughs> closet color. All right. Fire engines today. <laughs> so we're going to first just talk about American Sniper as yes. a movie. I liked it as a movie. Um, there's some stuff um, ending in there that, we, again, we, we won't go into on this episode, but in the spoiler app, there's some ending stuff that you and I both had yes. some issues with. You maybe a little more than me. Um but overall, I thought it was a good film uh, in terms of but Bradley Cooper does an amazing job. I think he he covers the 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 subtlety, and this is a credit to um, to Clint Eastwood. I think in terms of he's this badass. He's a Navy SEAL. He's like right. my job. I got one job, and that's to kill people and protect my guys. And that in these close-ups, you see his emotion. I think Bradley Cooper's. I think he's a really good actor. Um, and I think they they covered uh, dealing with PTSD really well in this movie. Well, it was really a, I, I liked it too. But I, what I liked about it was it was essentially a biopic. Really, mm-hmm. it showed mm-hmm. the start, like how he was um, how he was raised growing up, uh-huh. how he you know joined the service, and then also what happened to him there and what happened to him after. It really it goes um, start to finish with some. Omissions and yeah, some uh, yeah. and some a couple of uh, um, things that were glossed over a little bit, like we said about the the ending. But uh, I really liked it. I thought it was a um, a nuanced film. I thought uh, Clint Eastwood did a great job directing. I thought Bradley Cooper did a great job acting. And what I loved about it too is it didn't take. And again, this is a movie that is mired in controversy um, unfairly. Yeah, it's very unfairly because you you really shouldn't go into it with your filter on. I mean, I really don't see this as um, there's no, oh, this is pro-war. Oh, he's so anti-war. No, I'll say, this I'll, was a biopic. To pay devils, to, 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 the one the one that I think is, is a fair criticism is the guy from the book and the guy in the movie are a little different. Sure, <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? But isn't that a lot of movies? That's almost... I mean, yes. when, when you say that about Gandhi, yeah, the movie, like, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like the Facebook, the social, yeah, network, the social network. Right. He was like, I, I wasn't trying to impress a girl. Right. I did not of have course. any friends. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did, you know, it's, I think that's the weirdest criticism of this film is, is that they're like, he's not, he's different than what he was, he's different in the book than it was in the yeah, movie. The, like the Harry Potter is different in the book <laughs> than it is in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it, like that's a, it's a different medium the, the and you have to tell the story right. to serve the, the uh, film. Uh, the, the character portrayed by an actor is different than the actual person. Yeah. 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 And what, and who knows what people write in books. Right. And Lies. Also, yeah. <laughs> Can and write also, anything. Chris wrote a book. Anyone can write a book. Yeah, what? exactly. Yeah, we wrote a book. Wait a minute. No, we, we were all three of us were in a yeah. book. People don't know anything. <laughs> Books. 
<laughs> um, so I, yeah, I mean, I think that's an excellent point. I remember being on a, uh, I did that that podcast, um, uh, the Sniper podcast. The Sniper podcast. No, what was it? Um, uh, comics on Comics, and mm-hmm. I was on once with Len Wein, who helped write the Watchmen. Oh, wow. Graphic novels. Right. And the, the Watchmen movie had just come out. And he was like, yeah, he said the same thing. They're different mediums, guys. You, you can't. They're not the same thing. Yeah. So, so and, and what Clint Eastwood is trying to do is show the humanity of this guy in these various situations. When he grew up, when he's in war, when he's with his wife. And, mm-hmm. and so I, in that. There's going to be poetic license. There's going to be poetic film. license because but, you but don't. And you also, can't get that mad at it. You, you can't really get can. that mad at it. And also like. Unless you really miss it. Right, unless you have an agenda to push. Yes. Um, so it is it is incredible what people project onto it, though, because just as many people are saying it's pro-war yeah, exactly. as they're saying it's anti-war. Right. So it's like anti-war people are looking and saying that is pro-war. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the opposite, which is kind of masterful. I mean, if that were a painting in a museum that everyone right, <laughs> just right. saw the opposite thing in, well, obviously it's raining. Well, obviously it's sunny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- th- you'd go, that <laughs> must be the best fucking painting in the, in the whole yeah. world. That's, that's insane. <laughs> that's a great point. Like, if you yeah. can just see, like, everyone is using it, you know, opposing, and the, I don't know. And then it gets ridiculous. into the whole media machine, and we get into that, too, where it's like, okay, well, media needs a, uh, a manufactured controversy. Here's yeah. a great one about a movie. Now, there's an old saying that really comes into play here, and I, I love the saying, is that we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. And everyone has that filter that they view oh, yeah. things through. And every once in a while, um, a piece of art or a movie or something comes through that people have vastly different reactions to, and everyone's watching the same thing. Like we bring it up with um, um, Bill Maher's show when they're uh, when mm-hmm. they're talking about these crazy controversies and one of the guys goes, "Did you guys see the same movie yeah, yeah. I did?" Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing yeah. too, and 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 I, I forgot to bring this up in the in the spoiler app, and I want to bring it up just again as a movie. It dealt with how hard it is on the families. It really yes. showed that in, in quite. Yep. There's, there's a great scene in there where he's calling home to the wife. And he's basically just giving her like, oh, yeah, honey, it's yeah, we're over here. kind of." Yeah. And she's on the couch, and what's playing in the background is the news. And I just remember that from going over there and doing my little two-week oh, mm-hmm. dick joke tours. And mm-hmm. my family would see something in the news and would flip the fuck out. Mm. And I remember coming home and talking to my family and how ner- they were so nervous. I go, now imagine, guys, if I was a soldier and I was gone for 12 months. Yeah. Right. And not only a soldier, but I chose to be in the infantry. Right. And every time you see like three guys die today and a thing, you'd you and you saw how hard it was and just the little the little minor things they did in terms of of what she's doing, you know, she's in a car and she's like, What what's going on? What huh? Huh you know, and he's just like, It's uh, just another day at the office, honey. Mm-hmm, and she's like, mm-hmm. What the fuck? You yeah, know, well, that that I think that that really felt like an embellishment. She's listening to a firefight. Well no no that those scenes right. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. yeah. Honey? I've, I've just been here firing guns for 45 minutes. Can I put you minutes. on hold, sweetheart? Yeah. Uh, hang on just a second. It's very weird music that we have on the phone for hold. It might sound like gunfire. Yeah. Well, those I, scenes I didn't... I, we yeah, talked about yeah. that. That was, that was an embellishment. But many of the other interactions with her, mm-hmm. and, then, and then like she'd get off the phone, and you'd see her like... Mm-hmm. But you know, but what I, were you going to say, Laura? That's why we cheat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, That's why you got to cheat if your husband's a soldier. Well, I, I remember cheat. like going back to that point of like. No, uh, that wasn't the takeaway. <laughs> that was my takeaway. When you're yeah, talking- you saw- it was like beautiful mind. I was like, you got to leave him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when he won the Nobel Prize, I was like, oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. But I was like. <laughs> Oh, was was it all for that? Right. You stay with that weirdo that whole time, just for that. <laughs> Ladies, get on OK Cupid. But I, yeah. You know, but I, I, I want to go back to this point a little bit about like just the interpretations of the we film. We see things and how, how people, we are. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember can I mention my theory that goes along with that? Absolutely. People like to be mad. Yeah. Well, I. That is something I. Well, I, I could argue with that. Sorry to interrupt. You. I know I couldn't That's argue part with of the that problem at all. In this country, people yeah. love to be mad. Yeah. It's at, oh, uh, here's something that can help me be mad. Yeah. yeah. At other people really? that aren't like me. That's the, yeah. that's the other thing. Like like when uh, the movie Syriana came out, and mm-hmm. the criticism was like it glorifies suicide bombings. Mm. Really? What? It glorifies suicide bombings? Well, that's bombings? why there was that big spike in suicide bombers, because yeah, people were like, that looks awesome. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, Remember really? all the kids were doing it, and we're like, you got to stop. Starving, <laughs> disenfranchised youth get brainwashed and blow themselves up? That looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wish I was young again. And then even Clint, Clint Eastwood uh, had to deal with it when, uh, what was it, Million Dollar Baby? Oh, this glorifies um, assisted suicide. What are you talking yeah, about? I know. It's, well, that's the thing, too. And, and, and to get back to it, like with Clint Eastwood, um, he says in an interview recently when all this Michael Moore stuff blew up and, and Bill Maher stuff, he said, I think this is very much an anti-war movie. It shows how horrible it is. And then he references Letters from Iwo Jima, yeah. which was showing how awful war is from the side of the Japanese, mm-hmm. right? you know, who are quote-unquote enemy. You know, mm-hmm. they, were, they were, but it just shows you, to me, when I see movies that are war movies that are done like this, I go, yeah, yeah, war's awful. Yeah. The, it is. I mean, you could hold it up as saying, this is like the intro could be, this is what war does to this man and his family. Right. That's the story. It's yeah. not a glo- yeah. it's not a global perspective of war. I mean, on that end though, I do want to just to throw my hat in the ring of opinions. I didn't I preferred Hurt Locker. That's what I thought of most of the time while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I was like I was I was much more entertained mm-hmm. as far as a film goes by uh-huh. Hurt Locker. I didn't really like him. You know, this the sniper. Mm-hmm. I didn't care to watch it. I felt like it was long. <laughs> I felt like as a film, I just didn't really love it as right. a film. And when I walked out, because I I was just hearing I was in Texas when I was hearing about it, and he's Texan, of course, and that means something to me. But <laughs> I when people would describe he wasn't like that guy in the movie, he was a psycho that was great at I'm not sure what I can give away, but he was great at this. You know, he happened to be given this job. He was great at, but he was an awful psycho person. Spoiler alert on the definition of sniper. To to me. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just like, I don't know what a spoiler is. Um, But I was like, I would rather have seen that movie. I'd rather have seen a guy who was really crazy and hated people. And his best outlet was that he was amazing at being a sniper. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, on that, I was like, that sounds like a much more interesting film to me. So I found it kind of slow and, but also I'm a girl, you're a boy and you might like, and that's also, boy, it see, might be a boy movie. That is a fair critique of this film. Yeah. yeah it's about that, that's just about the, the movie. The entertainment value. Yeah. The sure. entertainment value didn't resonate with you. I was like, mm. but Hurt Locker was amazing. Stuff was blowing up. Right, <laughs> but but to me, but it also had, but it. I don't know, a lot of bomb squad. A lot of stuff blew up. 
not like bomb squads over bullets. But boys. I did. The more tension. But put, I was put down the long gun. Pick up the grenade. Yeah, I was like, this is much. But also to me, it dealt with similar things of like you're in this environment where everything is so high stakes, and then you can't pick out a box of cereal. You know, the grocery store aisle is freaking you out, and like you know, it to me it had aspects of that. And just as I was watching, I was like, oh, I just felt like I I preferred Hurt Locker <laughs> just as, I, I, as far as these these but, go. Yeah, that, that that that's such a fair assessment, and I can see somebody. I, I can totally see that, that. That totally makes sense to me. Like what Bill Maher said, I was like, "What the fuck movie are you no, even he, talking about?" Yeah, he was he was framing it in a really weird way, but he was also kind of slipping and sliding on that whole show. Right. Like I thought it was interesting that was like Bill. I don't know. Like when he's talking to Bill Burr, yeah. I don't know you, but this and Bill was like, I don't. I don't know. That's not my experience. <laughs> yeah, he was like Matt. Like, hey, can you believe the internet freaks out about this? I don't know. I don't really experience that. Right. Uh, but he wasn't getting his point across in, no. in several. And <laughs> yeah. so it was. I was like, when I we just watched it last night, and I was like, this is an odd episode. Like, he's not scoring like he usually does. Right. On, mm-hmm. on these. I, and I think he too, seemed annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I mean. It yeah, just he yeah. seemed annoyed with his guests with when his, he was like, "Why are you?" Was this why Republican no, talking so much, and why yeah. why aren't people? Why there weren't slam dunks. Why was he being right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really, mm-hmm. made, yeah, I agree. He it was a it was definitely a compassionate film about like it, and it is. It's what we forget about. We speak in more of these grand terms, and it's like something outside of us that's mm-hmm. happening, and it's something that's happening to other people and with other people. And this was the thing that said, "Well, here's what happens when you make someone a murderer." You know, you, like he you trained with, this guy, you train this guy, you tr- and you're training thousands of people to be murderers. And then you expect them to just come back in and go to work and everything's fine. And, you know, just slip back into society. Maybe, maybe teach second grade or, se- you know, whatever they're supposed to do. What do we think they're supposed to do? We're like, go be a murderer for five years. And then just like, why are you being weird about it it's, when you come back? It's murder. It, so he's looking at his little son and he's looking at other people, you know, oh, it's okay to kill this guy kid but I have a kid and I can't you know mm-hmm. when you realize like at first of course it's bad guys I'm helping I'm protecting and when you start realizing it's murder you know it rips you apart I think that's a that that is such a a great point and that's a great thing to take away and that's what the Bill Maher thing was like in his book he calls the Iraqi savages what the fuck is he supposed to call them and what are they right. calling him and what did what did we call the German what are you, you know, gonna, like, gonna call him brothers yeah I gotta go Kill some of my brothers yeah, today yeah. for my country. Yeah, yeah of God course. Love them. Also, See in heaven, also, friend. also in the movie, he did call them savages. Right. He didn't go on and on about it, but I heard him say savages. So I mean, yeah. I didn't think he was. I didn't. I wouldn't look at that movie if you hadn't heard anything about it. I wouldn't watch that movie and go, "Wow, that this guy was depicted as a really great guy." Yeah. Right. I thought he was depicted as a as a, as a regular yeah. to just under regular person as far as a good person goes i don't think in any way it wasn't like born on the fourth of july or you know whatever i didn't remember the details of that movie but it wasn't like i didn't think it was particularly great i think i i think too the 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 point you're talking about like a a friend of mine that i went to college with who um joined uh, the army and was an airborne and then went to ranger school Mm. and he lost three friends in 9 11 because he's from new york and so he joined up at age 35 and when he came back he said to me and we were in acting school together out mm-hmm, here in LA. Mm-hmm. We played lacrosse together. He joined at age 35. 35, yeah. Um, and he came back and said, What am I supposed to, Graham? What am I, what's my job other yeah. than be a hitman? 
Yeah. He said that to me. He goes, that's all I've been trained to do is be a hitman. Yes. You know, and, and I was like, wow. And then talking also with- we'll Go work with the C- for the CIA. Well, that's what, <laughs> I mean- wh- And you were like, I, yeah. I don't know, you con- but- you Go to a contractor. I mean, you see what like, you, uh, you, yeah. I mean, that's why some of those guys then joined up with the contractors over there because they're like, what else? Right. Oh, and, absolutely. Mercenaries. And, yeah. All you can be is a co- something, someone who holds a gun. Yeah. You, I mean, you- what else? Yeah, it and doesn't it make any too. sense. What else? And uh, and I, I I mentioned this a lot. I had a conversation with a, a, a fan of the show, Lucas Lundsman, who uh, was in the army, or no, excuse me, still is in the army, but was deployed in Iraq um, mm. on three deployments. And we interviewed him for earbuds. And uh, you know, he was talking about the thing that they got right in this film is is when you come home and it's 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 the scene. He didn't like a lot of the technical stuff in the Hurt Locker, but he loved that scene in front of the. Cereal boxes. It was amazing. Because he goes, over there, you know, like he said, all the briefing scenes were very accurate, where they're like, El Zarqawi, we got to go house to house. It's going to fucking suck, but we got to get this guy. Uh, and he was like, anytime there was a problem over there, you did something about it. Mm-hmm. You took action, and then you come back here, and you're like, I got to pick cereal? Yeah. And he goes, and there's a- fr- And we're talking about what's on TV? Yeah. And 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 he said that too. And, and, and but they, when he was defusing bombs, I know he had a problem with the technical stuff. He wasn't on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't on the phone like an, an American sniper. That is the one thing Clint Eastwood really should have not. There was a second thing too that our guest also mentioned, and I was aware of it now, and I saw it like that was the f- most fake babies in any movie I have oh, ever seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, I know they're on the internet. There's like these like, are really. And at one point, you're like, well, this baby's not moving because it's a doll. It's so, an apple. So clearly. <laughs> You know, it's an apple that somebody drew a smile they, on they, with, they, an, with the marker. Clint Eastwood had a Bradley Cooper, like, literally take one of the hands and, like, move it in his finger to make it look like there was actual <laughs> movement. There's a scene where it looks ridiculous. That's creepy. I, I don't, there's no babies in Hollywood? No, I don't know. They couldn't know, get a... I don't... They couldn't get... Uh, I don't love Clint Eastwood movies, you guys. Right? But also... As a director, I mean, I like his old, like, his acting. Uh-huh. I find his movies regardless, long and boring. Uh, see, I, I actually love <laughs> Full his of movies, fake babies. But, however, yeah, regardless, <laughs> you can find a better looking fake baby. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you have the Plenty's budget of an no. American sniper, yeah. <laughs> You know, you Any can director have, with that kind of a budget yeah. can find a good. You yeah. gotta. Yeah. That's right where they ran out of money. Yeah, yeah. Just put a, just put a banana in that blanket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do this scene, you guys. We're losing light. We're inside. We're losing inside light. I'm old. I'm ninety. <laughs> Let's go. Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody's just, looking at the baby. Yeah, go the street. Just buy baby alive. But at least you, it moves. But also yeah. for Clint Eastwood's career. All the, I mean, lifetime achievements, sure. awards, and award, and right. famous for fifty years, and amazing, and also to be most of your life and career without the internet, and now to be an an aged, glorified, you know, incredibly heralded director, and there's internet, he's got to be like. I'm sorry, people had a problem with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like you're like, of everything I've done and said and been and represented and all the films and all the everything, people were mad about the baby. The, like, of fake course baby? it's a fake baby, it's a yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. I just assume he talks like my dad. Now get. It just reminded me of Johnny Depp dressed as the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Like, come on, we the, have this the pedophile wolf. Yeah, we have. No. You could, you could have a real wolf the now. Pedophile you could draw, you could draw wolf. wolf. So anyway, but 
<laughs> you know, if you haven't seen the movie yet, now you're going to be looking for it. All right, when's the fake baby scene coming? And out? Let, me just, let me just say this too: it'll make it a drinking game. Yeah. Like, let go, because because again, another fan I was speaking to who listens to the show, Paige Branson, who's done a lot of the artwork. We've mentioned her before. She was like, "So what?" She also makes fake babies. She makes great fake babies. Wow! Yeah. What a plug! What a what a. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make that plug yeah. sincerely very often. Go to pagesfakebabies.com. And, <laughs> and so, Great fake babies. But she was like, she was like, Graham, should I even see this movie? Because I heard it's all pro-war. And I was like, no, no, no. So anyone out there, put that fucking noise aside and go see this movie because I think it's a well-made movie, but you might have the reaction that Laura had. But just going to yeah. watching it as a film. Right. What is a movie or not a movie? Yeah, yeah. it's. I, I certainly wouldn't. And, and it, it was nuanced as far as pro. It, it certainly wasn't a hard line pro or anti no. any any comment on war. It was like, look, this is this is what it does. There's har- I mean, there's horror. This is the horror of war yeah. in a very as opposed to like Apocalypse Now. Like this is a very intimate look mm-hmm. at the horror of war and what it does to a person. And then. Make your own assessments. Yeah, on that. but it certainly didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Ooh, wish I could go to war. Yeah, yeah. Turn, yeah, turn your uh, turn the noise and filters off and just go see. Just the go movie. see it, and then and then let us know what you guys think yeah. of it. All right, now, now let's talk about uh, switch gears considerably here and talk about Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> fake babies. No fake one's babies. fake you know baby what? bears. I'm yeah. telling you right now, bear didn't, didn't look better real. than the baby. <laughs> So talk to us about Paddington's PT. Fake, yeah. fake yellow you know, rain boots. Well, he was, you know, he uh, lost. No one has ever gone from what that movie to this one yeah, in the history he, of anything. He, well, he did, you know, leave the jungle, and he did have to live somewhere else, and it was an adjustment, and he couldn't pick cereal. So there's, uh, <laughs> Bears live in jungles? Yeah. This is like somebody deepest, going... Deepest Peru, yes. All okay, right. Apocalypse Now, and next up, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yeah. everybody. <laughs> A lot of similarities. I like it. This is how now, the world should work. Now, this is the kind of movie, too, I was this like, This is oh, America. Oh, you my, send your kids yeah. in to see American Sniper. You go watch Paddington. Yeah. Yep. Meet back up for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way I said it, Graham. <laughs> Graham looked at me. His eyes said, I think you meant that the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. I'll so, see you at Froyo, kid. He, here's, uh, here's the good thing. It's, it's actually a really good movie. It, it's um, it's it's definitely still a kids movie. It doesn't hit that sweet spot of like a family movie. If you grew up with Paddington, you might have a soft spot for More it. More like it. Paddington the boar. Yeah. <laughs> what? I like stupid reviews. <laughs> but uh, it's actually really, um, it's really well made. It's a great kids movie. Um, and the other thing I liked about it too is there's like a there's a ton of like really good British actors in it. It's everyone from like Doctor Who, Downton to, Abbey, yeah, Downton, to Downton Abbey, and uh, also uh, Nicole Kidman is fantastic in this. Stop film. it! She looks like she's having so much fun as the villain who wants to catch and stuff Paddington. And oh, uh, it's really. I funny. could buy her as a villain. Yeah, yeah, she's she's great. Um, so it's a, the kids really liked it. I'm saying I, I really think she's it. a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to go into Scientology? Now? I feel like it was a really anti-bear movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, how do you feel about that backlash? Yeah. Um, well, I think the pro bear people have lost their goddamn shit. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Paddington is a. Treason. Yes. <laughs> Treason. Just across the board. Well, it's very British. 
Yeah, so. well, there you go. We need an American director yeah. to goddamn get the bear fucking statement out there right. Get it right or go He's home. Getting it all wrong with bears. So, it was actually that bear was so different in the books than in that yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, like the Paddington the in the books, like is unrecognizable in that movie. It's bullshit. <laughs> Great points, Laura House. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Now here's your coloring book. Thank you. I went to purple. Yeah. Now we'll give you yellow. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It sounds like a good movie. Yeah. I've heard it was a good movie. It, it actually is. It, it surprised me. Uh, is it for younger than like the Lego movie? It's. You know what? It. it both my kids enjoyed it at nine and uh, six, and it, it really it skews definitely young, a little younger than Lego Movie, but it was still really well put together. I also liked the way it was directed. It kind of had that like fantastical feel to it, like a like a, almost like a Harry Potterish or like a Willy Wonka. Mm. And they did some cool things with the cinematography and the staging where. Um, where Paddington and the family lived, they kind of created almost like a dollhouse. Like you could even see some of those scenes in like Grand Budapest. Oh, where wow. each room is like a different scene that you just kind of track from uh, forward to back. Hmm. It was really cool. Um, so it was kind of that um, fun uh, kids movie that adults, you're not rolling your eyes, just wishing it would be over. It was there, you know, there's, there's some adults, there's some adult humor in there like adults for the parents not adult right. humor but but it's not it's definitely not the focus it's not like watching up or like a pixar movie right. where it's made for everyone mm-hmm. this is a kids movie but it makes the attempt to make sure the parents aren't completely bored and it's a beloved character it has a huge history and it was uh, it was definitely true which is not well. easy to do no when you have somebody isn't. like that that like We've, people have been reading for years, and you could tell the filmmakers were fans. I mean, right. obviously there was there was never an evil taxidermist chasing him uh, <laughs> to, to stuff him, but it was like a great addition to the story. And uh, you know, it hits all the right notes of like family and the bear, and and just uh, you know them the bear actually bringing the family together. And it, it's a it's a good if you have kids, they'll enjoy this film. It, it's a good kids film. All right, nice. and it's very British too, which actually really helped it i think because um, it was it had that real uh british feel to it like uh like <laughs> just you know he's at the train station and he's like all right there's a bear let's just keep walking you know <laughs> yeah, kind of, just, yeah, they're so polite then, yeah yeah just that, yeah that, that kind of like like well you know someone will take care of it it's all right and then it's the mother that stops and starts talking to the bear uh, <laughs> and brings him home so <laughs> it's really, really it's funny. really it, it's there's really a bear cool. look away yeah, keep yeah, walking it's really it's really none terrible. of our business stiff yeah. up a lip yeah <laughs> it, it has has a lot of that the, that british flavor to it which is makes the movie all the better <laughs> So it's good. So I recommend it. All right. Uh, So I saw the movie Cake um, Mm -hmm. with Jennifer Aniston. And a bear. And a bear. It's a cake bear. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston uh, nominated for a Golden Globe and nominated for a SAG Award. Uh, Didn't win them. Not nominated for an Oscar. Um, And, you know, the politics of why she did or didn't get nominated. But first, let's hear what this movie's about. Here's what this movie is about. Uh, I'll just read you the IMDb thing. Claire becomes fascinated by the suicide of a woman in her chronic pain support group while grappling with her own very raw personal tragedy. So it's really, and Jennifer Aniston plays this woman who has severe chronic pain. So she's in, she's like, ah, she's in pain and uh, probably has a prescription uh, painkiller addiction. That's, mm-hmm. That this very this happens a lot when people get you know chronic pain. Um, the movie starts out uh, in the support group where Anna Kendrick uh, is someone from the support group who took her own life um. to deal with her pain, I guess. Um, 
So it's really Jennifer Aniston and, you know, she's mean and not nice to people and then kind of how she's dealing with this. Um, now, where does the title come from, Cake? Well, then I'm getting into spoilers. Oh, is it a spoiler? Okay, yeah, never so, mind. So, okay. um, so you, Chris, you're not... I gonna, have to assume she's a fan of the band. <laughs> and that's the only thing that makes her feel better. <laughs> yes, it, it becomes like her new oxy... Mm-hmm, oxy that she's like, you know oxy-cotton. what, I get... I only get a little respite of relief. That's what, what I'm listening, listening to, to Cake. Cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Percocet doesn't do it. No, Oxycontin, none of it. None of it. Just. But that song about the long jacket <laughs> is the only thing that helps me get out of bed in the morning. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I is a totally different. I read the book and it was a totally different cake. Yeah. It was a black forest cake in the book, and maybe they thought that was too controversial. And yeah. it was just a pound cake in the movie, and not, that that's yeah. not right. You can't take that kind of liberty when you make a but film. Not everyone make you know, not everyone likes cherries. So, you know, you gotta yeah, take it out of the black forest. But cake. that is what it is. That was the cake. <laughs> And you're telling me, it, you know, it, forget it. It was an anti-cake movie, and I won't let my kids see it, and I won't see it again. And I'm going to buy American I'm, cherries. And I'm going to sell my friend's DVDs on eBay. And no one ever eats cake again. Yep. Um, and, why are we doing Southern accents? <laughs> um, but it, it, it is... It's a great performance by her. Okay. Um, she does do a good performance. It is one of those kind of movies that methodically goes along and you're kind of like... Is it tiresome? A little bit. It sounds t- it sounds tedious it, and tiresome It, 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 it can get that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. There are really good moments in it and she, you know, the arc of her character is pretty impressive. Um, I just don't know that this movie, in terms of getting a flat-out Oscar nomination, um, maybe they didn't push it as hard. But also, I don't know, like, I was thinking about... Was her performance Oscar-worthy, in your opinion? Or was the film an Oscar? Sometimes it's a great performance and not a heavy-hitter film. It's a yep. good It's a good film. It has good moments. It doesn't sound like to, Oscar to me. It doesn't sound Oscar. Like, to me, a movie that's got basically... Shunt is like The Fault in Our Stars, I thought was an amazing film. I thought Shailene Woodley mm. should have been, she should have got more nominations and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie just got kind of left behind, I guess. Sometimes, yeah, when it comes out early. Comes out early. You forget right. about it. Um, and, and then there's no marketing budget behind it. Maybe they have no money. I don't know what. They didn't have money to market or whatever. So Cake is good and I will say this, I want to see Jennifer Aniston do more roles like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've, I've seen enough of her romantic comedy side. Mm-hmm. I think we've got it. So's everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so in, in that sense, it's good. It's time for the transition. It is time yeah. for the transition. Better late than never. You know, <laughs> is she better than some of these other women, women that were nominated? I don't know. I mean, Julianne Moore is kind of sweeping everybody away. Yeah. And still Alice. So, uh, but I would say this. I don't know. Oscar worthy, maybe. But, but worth, decent movie. But good movie and worth seeing Jennifer Aniston play this? It, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. And good so it didn't feel like a snub to you? No. It didn't feel like a snub. I just felt like it's it's a... Well, here's the thing. Would she be number six on the list? Eight. Okay. Um, <laughs> she's good. It's one of her best performances. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but as we've talked about, this time of year, these these are all really there's a lot of very good movies that come yeah. out with good yes. performances, and mm-hmm. so the snub talk, whatever, like just just see it. It's a good film. Yeah, I 
I only read the headline of this, but there's all the um, the bad click hole headlines on not specifically click hole the site, but like just that you're supposed to click on these outrageous headlines. And it was like, I was the number one snubbed, said Jennifer Aniston on like Martin Luther King Day. Right. <laughs> and people were just posting like, oh, great. Oh, yeah. For MLK Day wasn't Selma. Poor you, Jennifer Aniston. But honestly, I didn't read it because I was just like, that's so stupid. Yeah, but apparently, like, I can't imagine or, 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 that she she was like, I'm going to go out in the press and say I was really snubbed. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I can't, like, what did she just get here? I can't imagine anyone would go, yeah, I I was pretty much the most snubbed. Like, no one would ever call themselves the yeah. most snubbed The most person. snubbed ever. I was the most snubbed, and I do want to make a point of that on Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. I've had more problems than anyone else culturally now, in the, America. Yeah. Now, if that was the actual statement. I think that would be great. Oh, was the number actually, one snub? If she, if, she, if she, no, if she said exactly what you just oh, yes. said. Oh, <laughs> yes. Word for word. Yes, that <laughs> would be amazing. Those, and, then, and then everyone go, oh, well, she's gone crazy. Yeah, she's, yeah. Gone, she's gone insane. <laughs> I, I fall for those things before where I'll see that and I click on it. Oh, it's and it's clickbait. It's clickbait. It's clickbait. Yeah, yeah, it just is and not. And it's like Jennifer Aniston, you know, the quote is like, well, you know, I think snubbing can happen, but we're all good people. And it's like, exactly. what? Yeah, no, I yeah. was, it was, I'm just excited about the Golden Globes yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. she's. The headline had completely really different words. Yes, yeah. exa- <laughs> yes, exactly. So I was like, that's why I didn't click either. But I was like, wow, that became, and then people will comment without the clicking. Well, she's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what an ungrateful. And yeah. it's like, I, I have to assume none of this happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Clint Eastwood with the fake baby. Really? Right. <laughs> really? <laughs> just, what, what, I haven't earned any goodwill yeah. <laughs> in this country. Yeah. You're, you're mad about a baby arm. All right. I would love to have seen the set that day, though. It was like uh, if, if uh, people were getting mad, like, not one person better mention the fake baby again. I'll just shoot <laughs> yeah. the scene. Shoot the scene. <laughs> and then people, I think the baby looks great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He was just using a bag of marshmallows. All right, so I know great. people like to joke around on my set, but get rid of that real baby and bring me back my <laughs> fake baby. <laughs> um, all right, so you just saw... It's your granddaughter, Mr. Eastwood. <laughs> get her out of here. She's not fake. She's not on the goddamn set. Um, you just saw a most violent... They bring in a real baby and he's trying to date her. Yeah. I'm saying he dates young. <laughs> Clint, if you bring in a real baby, he's gonna he's, try, he's just gonna ask out that baby. You know, especially you got to tell that baby she needs boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw a most violent year. I did see a most violent year, which is listed as a 2014 release date, but it just came out. So yeah, they it, do that all the time. Did, well, yeah. Didn't Sniper Qual- do that too? They just run. Yes. Yeah, they release it in like a Lemley's. But I think <laughs> in Pasadena, and then they go. It counts. But here's the thing. The, the first it was it was getting um, January second. I think this is one of those movies that they thought might have Oscar hopes and then said bail yeah. on it and pushed it past the first. I would be I would support them on that because it was we got it as a screener, and so we watched um, and uh, it wasn't that violent of a year. <laughs> It was, it, I mean, such a title where you go, oh, this is going to make Goodfellas seem like yeah. Paddington. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, it was just like, there there was almost no violence. And then it was just this long, like... Now, wait a minute. Was it a year? It, I did not time. It felt like, no, it... 
I don't know if it took, it, maybe it took place over a year. But when I read about it, it was one of those when you read about it, even after it sounds more interesting than what you actually saw. Like when I read about it, it was like, no, this was a year in New York that had to do with, you know, crimes and gangs and, you know, the like the un- un- underculture, you know, right. of society. And there was just a really a lot of violence as people were trying to do this. But the person they chose to focus on wasn't involved in, for my taste, enough violence at all. Like there was a lot of tension or almost violence, but it was just this weird, like now that we've seen, frankly, the Sopranos or now that we've seen, I don't know, now that we've just seen these Goodfellas. great shows that sort of deliver this, th- it was just kind of a long, slow story of this guy trying to, he was trying to buy an adjacent property to his business so his business could expand. <laughs> And didn't work. Oh, wow. <laughs> and there was there were some chases, and the, you knew some people were bad. But I kept waiting for like, oh, they've got it's whoa, you know, like an hour into it. Well, it's gonna must be big. They yeah. really, really, really waited on it. But it's also one of those movies that remember when I came like what's in, gonna, like what's gonna set off Denzel Washington yeah. so he gets to become where, equalizer? Where yeah, when is that gonna of, happen? Yeah, when is this going to this or like when is this guy just gonna lose his shit? Mm-hmm. You know, like is he the most? Is he the reason it's the most violent year? But it was one of those. It could possibly be this. Remember when I came in, um, and I I was like, I don't get Lewin Davis. Like, I don't get it. And then my friend explained it to me, and I was big enough to pass on that information and go, well, that sounds fascinating. Like, I was honestly just too dumb to understand that it wasn't about what was happening on the surface, and in reality, it was all metaphor for this, and it was this odyssey. So... I'm open to that. <laughs> With most violent year, people are like, no, don't you see that what you were watching on the surface was actually representative of... Some, but for me, I, we watched... On the same day, we watched Imitation Game and we watched Most Violent Year and I was just... I, Imitation Game was so much more interesting and f- f- entertaining and like a really important story that you felt like needed to be told and great characters and great... Di- perform- I don't know. So Most Violent Year... Ah... No, if you're on a long right. plane trip, well, I don't know. Yeah, I just well, watch I'm, it on cable. I'm looking at the director here, um, uh, J.C. Uh, Shandor, and now he has done Margin Call, and he did All Is Lost. And I think um, that, to me, like those movies were both like, oh, they sh- you saw the trailers and you went oh this could be this could be <laughs> he's something. a tease so you're saying nothing. he's, Margin he's a trailer tease all is lost was that robert redford movie that got oh, like one Lord. nomination God, that was a horrible movie that you didn't like at all really? so i'm just it, it i'm actually now that i look at that well you got i'm not surprised <laughs> by that's how i felt because we were like i mean what a great title you gotta give you gotta put it yeah, right in yeah. and then it was like Mwah. you gotta well, yeah, give him credit for being paired with an excellent trailer editor and, and <laughs> look who's in it you've got oscar really isaac jessica chastain and david oyelio so oscar isaac was amazing yeah. because it was like a half hour and they go wasn't that guy lewin davis and I, I couldn't see it the whole thing i was like that guy's so good right. like definitely the performances were great it it was just the story was just long. I mean, like if it were Law and Order, like that whole story would have taken place in like the first five minutes. And I'm so, and I even feel like that makes me sound like a complete idiot of like I need my shows faster. I don't mind if I'm interested or intrigued or whatever. But it was just like it was more like a moderately violent eighteen months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was 
I just didn't not even I, feel I like didn't even they, know if I heard a gunshot, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they were probably setting this thing up to get Oscar and then it focused they tested it horribly. Yeah, they, they were like, like, Oh, we're way off. Nope. January. Like, like they did with Bucket List. Yeah. We're like Bucket List a couple years ago, they were like, Oh, Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson and this is incredible and the all the, the trailers were like sunset shots and, and yeah. sweeping Grand Canyon shots and you were just like, Oh my god, and they were gonna die and the, the last wishes and then it came out and it was a a little more popcorny yeah. feel than what they had, ca- and then it was like, yeah, yeah, these two old codgers like, are going then, on some trips. Then like. It just seemed, yeah, grumpy old men living their dreams. <laughs> it just seemed like eh, that seems weird that we even got that as a screener. But yeah, it seemed like one of those, like in a different way. It just didn't didn't hold up. And I saw it in a room with three other people, and everyone, no one was arguing with me. Ah. <laughs> I was like, House, couldn't you see it? Oh, right. And a guy from Screen Junkies. He's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to talk about now um, Vegas.com. Hello. Uh, we're happy to have them as a sponsor. And here's the great thing about Vegas.com. When you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, they are insiders. They work there. They live there. So they pretty much serve up Vegas from the inside. They're, everyone at Vegas.com lives in Vegas, works in Vegas, and parties in Vegas. <laughs> It'd be weird if they partied in Laughlin. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> It'd be like, why would you do that? I like my partying outside of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, this is my job. I like a smaller, less fun place. Yes, and scorching heat. <laughs> and an air of desperation. <laughs> so, But here's the great thing. Uh, you get 10% off everything on there except uh, Aaron Hotel packages with the code CFN. Now, there's a lot of cool shows we're going to talk about. Graham is going to be there. You could get 10% off tickets to his show. Mm. February 17th through the 22nd, I'm headlining the Improv at Harris Hotel and Casino, Center Strip. But, and also, uh, you know what else? You can go see uh, Penn and Teller are actually really good yeah. there. You, you definitely want to check them out. You could get 10% off uh, CFN. I actually saw them uh, a while ago. They were really good. They People forget sometimes that as entertaining as they are, they're actually really good magicians. They're amazing magicians. Like, uh, especially when, like, Penn, he'll go out on monologues and just kind of talk and talk. And then sometimes you're like, well, when's he going to do some magic? And then when they do something, it's, like, spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like, just the opening, I remember seeing... Uh, uh, when I saw them a couple of years ago, they let people come up on stage before the show. And there was just this crate with an open lid. And you can inspect the crate and look at it. Okay, fine. It was on wheels. It would, like, move around. It was empty. And uh, the show started. Uh, stagehand came, closed it. And uh, the beginning of the show was Teller just comes out of the crate after everyone had, like, inspected <laughs> it before, wow. the, uh, before the show. It was really cool. Um, so it's a great show to see. Um, it's really Penn really goes off on some cool tangents like he just talks and does some monologues in addition to the uh, the great magic so definitely he seems check it out kind of crazy yeah oh, there's there's that but that's part of the fun but that's of part the of the show yeah. <laughs> and that's their thing too they've always been the guys who they started out mocking magicians mm-hmm. right. but they do it with great tricks yes mm-hmm. um, the show that I uh, would recommend is uh, Blue Man Group because mm-hmm. um, I saw them originally. Uh, in Manhattan and their original theater that they mm. that they started in right. this cool little like I don't know 150 seat theater or something like that. So now the shows they do in Vegas are mammoth. Like they're right. really big and they have all these Vegas themed themed things in them and it's it's you've seen them before. You've I'm sure you've seen them on Letterman or whatever. Right. But seeing them live is a really cool thing and It's I, a fun show it's too. It's a fun show yeah. too. It's a really fun show and it's very inventive and it always it has such a like all their shows have a very um, kind of silly 
ness to them. Mm. And sometimes they try to make a point and then sometimes they make fun of trying to make a point. Like they make fun of social commentary mm-hmm. in a sense, and which is not easy to do. And, and they're also making fun of whacked out performance artists, and shit right. like that, which I find hilarious. So that's a good show to do. <laughs> and, uh, great. and if you use uh, coupon code CFN, they also have um, on Vegas.com, they have this thing called Drop Watch. So if you buy a hotel room on Vegas.com and the price lowers, they'll notify you and there's a number you call and then you can get the lower rate. Right. Oh, wow. If you book a room through Vegas. So you don't have to worry about uh, no. you know, losing money. You're, yeah. you're going to make sure you get the, like, uh, oh, the best Like, oh, man, rate. I should have waited. Like, you don't have to worry yeah, about Yeah, this that. room is now $600 less each night. <laughs> what oh, rooms were you buying? That's fancy. Just, wow. Yeah. Oh, no, that okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's on Vegas.com, but I recently saw Britney Spears at the Venetian. Pretty fun. My friend was having a bachelorette party. And that she was like, like She was oh, like, we're, I want to have a bachelorette party in Vegas. So I'm like, boo. And then she goes, we're all going to go see Britney Spears. And I was like, I'm in. It was pretty great. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's so hyper produced. Right. And then she comes out and does her, th- just everything about it is sort of fascinating. That is the like, perfect place to see her. Yeah, also yeah. bachelorette party. Also... We were not the only ones. <laughs> like it seemed because it just seemed like it was an all bachelorette party show. It, there were many and it was like it was like a million gay guys and <laughs> 600 bachelorette parties. Like it was it was so it was, so it was pretty like fire great. Fire and water. Yes, it was fantastic. Everybody got along great yeah. by the way. And then a couple of like there were like three or four boyfriends that got dragged in. Right. But even they had a good time. Like it was just I would love you know, to see her. Yeah, like you couldn't sit there and be sad. Yes, all hit, all killer, no fit. And she's not trying to sneak in her B sides. Yeah. <laughs> she's not, y'all, I just felt like this should have gotten more attention. Like it is hit, hit, hit. Yeah. Oh, it's real fun. <laughs> Nobody knows my smart side. Uh, no, oh, just come on. Honey, no, it's toxic. It. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Tell the world then. Yeah, real fun. Move, yeah, move it along. Moving along. Yeah, and huge screens behind her and yep. so, costumes. And oh, it was pretty fun. I love those kind of shows. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. see her, Katy Perry, You're dancing, yeah. screaming, wow, like down yeah. on a giant swing. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Somebody's <laughs> in a. You're getting. Yeah. There's glitter. Yeah. There's smoke. There's, there's a, a giant, giant swing. Hydraulic stages. Yeah. I want all insane dancers that clearly dance like 30, 40 times better than the actual star of the show. Yeah, but like you're just like, wow, but still, it's great. That dude's made of rubber. It's incredible. <laughs> it's just fun, all over the place. <laughs> So check right. it out, Vegas.com. Remember, keep coupon code CFN. Boom. It's, it's good on everything except uh, air and hotel packages. And hopefully I'll see you there when I'm at the improv. Yes. All right, DVDs. Uh, well, if you missed the judge in the theater, uh, good for you. Here come the judge. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Laura House. Nice. Nailed it. Good night. <laughs> we're, we're asking you to leave. We're going to need you. Good night. Sorry, you guys. Bye. See you next year. Nailed it. You screamed. Woo! <laughs> Here come the judge on uh, DVD. Oh. <laughs> this, I mean, yeah, this movie was bad. Uh, this is a movie I think I would turn off if I was on, a pl- on an international flight. Whoa. I would probably not watch this all the way through. So good luck, guys. That speaks, yeah. Ill, that speaks <laughs> ill of it. Um, Book of Life. This is actually um, the produced by Guillermo del Toro. This is the animated film. And it's actually really, I didn't love it, but my kids loved it. And it's really beautiful to, uh, to look at. 
mm-hmm. and it, it's got a really cool animation style and great character design. Um, it's not the best animated movie ever, but uh, uh, it's definitely uh, worth a look, especially if you have kids. Uh, all right, coming out, uh, Fury. Again. Which is what I call my butthole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> book, wow. of, book of Life? The, yeah. I'm sorry. Or The Judge. Or The Judge. I'm confused yeah, on this on. whole. Which is I'm confused it? on all this. Fury. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. God. All right. God. Um, Please scream. I'm right sorry. Always or, a funny. What about Okay. <laughs> It works uh, for any movie, American, by the way. American yeah. Sniper. That's yeah. what I. That's what I call my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what I call my pinky. Cake. Yeah, cake. cake. Right. It's... Vegas.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we're better with movie titles. Gone with the Wind. I don't get. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> Paddington. That's what I call my butthole. <laughs> Paddington. No. no. Paddington, come here. Uh, so Fury actually God this is another movie well, I think we should just keep going Project Almanac mm-hmm. That's what I call my butthole The Avengers you're, you're what? That's that's what I call her Yeah Fantastic Four uh, That's what I call my butthole Yeah Okay Guardians of the Galaxy That's what I call my butthole it's just a good answer to anything. <laughs> this is how... This, I feel just, like everybody can just unpack that. You go to the movie and you look up and no one in your group is expecting it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you just, oh, a most violent year? Yeah, that's, that's what I come up with. Armageddon. What? <laughs> um, oh, this is a good one. Fury. Fury I liked. Uh, this is another way my, that I forgot about. I'm surprised this didn't get any sort of Oscar anything. It didn't get any... No one pushed it on any level. It's another movie that shows you how horrible war is mm-hmm. from th- the eyes. Weren't they a little trapped in a tank? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Is that what you think held it back from winning awards? Maybe. A little too tanky. Maybe. <laughs> a little claustrophobic. <laughs> a little too tanky. Um, yeah, if they would have been more on horses. If they'd they moved would've... around a little more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a convertible. Get out of the tank. Walk around. <laughs> Open it up. What's going on out there? Yeah. <laughs> Get like one of those Carmen Guias and just drive what around you- France and have a little more fun. Go, go, go to a cafe. Yeah, do something. Meet some people. No, I, I don't know. But it, even from the trail, the trailer didn't even get me. Hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> I got real little. <laughs> but even the trailer was like, oh, it looked good. It looked good. Then it just looked like dudes yelling at each other in a tank. There is a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So maybe it, it could get that award. Yeah. <laughs> it could win a tanky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wasn't it not? It had to have been nominated for a tanky. Oh, tanky. That's what I oh, call yeah. my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, well, this, it works it, for almost anything. It could have been up for a yelly and a tanky. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yelly snub. The yelly snub. That is a snub if that, didn't, if that oh. wasn't nominated for a yelly. <laughs> Then I don't know what the yellies are for. <laughs> Your indignation is righteous and pure, Laura House. It's outrageous. All right, DVD pick. What's this now? Oh, you know what? I'll save that for next time because we're running out of yeah, time. Yeah, you save that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, this week, um, Project Almanac. I'm going on my Looks good, except for when they say produced by Michael Bay. Then I no. Know it's See, I don't even know if it looks that good. Was this the Ben Franklin story? It's the, uh, it might be. It's a he time travel He created the movie. almanac. Don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. You look at me like, she's 
out of control. I was dumb and didn't get the reference. I'm going to own that. I missed your reference. It was very smart. <laughs> well, thank you. My, rea- my reaction was the judge of reactions. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid and overrated. Um, uh, I, I'm excited in the sense that I love, I'm a sucker for time travel. Movies, oh, me too. Okay. So I feel like I have to see this. But it doesn't have an aircraft carrier. I know. I know. But I, I, I just... I'm in. I'm going to see it. I'm in. I'm going to see I'm sorry. All I'm right. apologizing everyone in advance. I'm really sorry. <laughs> do a written review. We want to read We want to read oh, in depth about off. this movie. <laughs> God damn it. But now, come on. Now I'll do everyone's a point. asking for it. Everyone's I'll do a like, point well, counterpoint with you. Everyone's asking for it. Everyone's asking for it. Everyone's, yeah. <laughs> as, of, as soon as this episode drops, there's going to be a hundred tweets of like, Graham, I want a written review of Project Almanac. You just said, and you turn- have to put in the review. This movie was produced by Michael Bay. Okay, well, this right, is not. Challenge- this is bullying. This is. This is, this is <laughs> it is a little prevent our kids from getting it is involved. A little. I'm just gonna say, do you accept the challenge or don't you? That's all. That's all. Yeah, I'll fucking <laughs> asshole. You can give me something to do when I'm in Tahoe this week. All right, so look forward to that. Written you gonna review. Let him treat, you're gonna take that. <laughs> so we also have the loft, which is which is. It is what I call my butthole. <laughs> but that's because there's a up, upstairs little bit where you can sleep. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. You guys that's opened very, it up a little bit? Yeah, yeah we opened it up a little to space. You know, then it makes you feel like high ceilings. It feels, yeah. big, it feels bigger than it is. Yeah. It could be a guest room. It could be an office. It could be a lot yeah. of different things. That's you know. great. Put a futon in there. Futon couch. Oh, there's a futon in yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Futon. For guests. That's what I call my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> For guests. <laughs> For guests. <laughs> Chris Manzini, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so now we, uh, let's let's talk about the loft. Bring it up for a minute. This is n- another. This is another great dumping ground movie where, like, I don't know when we're going to release this. Oh, January, February, and I just want you to read the description on IMDb. Five married guys conspire to secretly share a penthouse loft in the city, a place where they can carry out hidden affairs and indulge in their deepest fantasies. But the fantasies become a nightmare when they discover the dead body of an unknown woman in the loft and they realize one of the group must be involved. Oh, wow. Like the apartment, yeah. but modern and sinister. Yeah. That Jack Lemon And not nearly as uh, entertaining, I'm sure. I believe this is a remake um yeah, this is a remake of a 2008 movie that came well, out. Well, it's of about time. Belgium. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's been almost six years. Yeah. It's time we need to remember. You guys all remember the Belgium loft from 2008, mm-hmm. yes, right? Yeah. It was, it was it a was classic. Fun. Yeah, so we definitely need to redo um, that. Black and White is the next movie, too. And this is the new Kevin Costner movie. Yeah, but it's a Mike Binder film. That's a. Ooh. <laughs> but it, uh, Strike film. Will Burr is in it. <laughs> Oh, is he? Yeah, that's what he was plugging on Bill Maher. Ah. I'm curious to see it. It looks interesting, you know, but Mike Binder always... It's about a custody battle. But Mike Binder always does like... He always goes half with me. Like when I mm. watch his films, I'm always like, all right, Mike, let's get into it. And then it's like, eh, and then he's in it. And then it's... So I don't know. January, February release. 
what is what does that tell you yeah so all right so maybe it'll be good who knows what uh, i mean <laughs> i'm just uh, I'm, I'm kind of i'm like you know what let's let's uh let, let's just assume incorrectly that it's going to be a good film okay guess what motherfucker you're writing a review of this oh, oh damn it here you go gauntlet down there you go you gotta right. taste your own medicine yeah. yeah all right i'm down enough to do it black and white project almanac reviews yeah. coming soon guys <laughs> hot and fresh <laughs> Um, I, wonder right. I, I wonder if I could use a guild card to get into that screening. Did yeah. you guys like Whiplash? <laughs> yeah, I did like Whiplash. It's what I call my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laura House <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> All right, that's our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, one more thing I want to mention. No. Is, uh, real quick, our uh, one of our interns, uh, Chris Morgan, wrote a book. He's a uh, big mystery Ooh. science theater fan. So it's, um, it's called The Comic Galaxy of Mystery Science Theater 3000. 12 classic episodes and the movies they lampoon. He also wins an award for the most awkward and long title of a book ever <laughs> written. Uh, so you can actually get this on Amazon and uh, check it out. It is written by our intern, Chris Morgan. Support this book, yeah, guys. Support, support, the book. support and Chris. It, he's a Because um, we a can't pay fan. him. Yeah, so, so if you guys buy his book, then maybe he can make some money. Yeah. <laughs> if you could help him out, that would be great. And use coupon code CFN. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas.com. Vegas.com. <laughs> All right, that is our episode, you guys. Laura House, where can people see you, find you on the internet? Twitter at I'm Laura House. I am Laura House. My website, laurahouse.com. And I'm doing a lot of stand up around LA. It'll be on my website. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Check her Flappers? out. Flappers? I, yeah, I was just headlining Flappers. Oh, so cool. I'll, awesome. I'll be back around. Yeah. Excellent. Follow Laura, guys. She's been writing. Still meditating, too, right? Meditating, teaching meditation. Just taught someone yesterday. Oh, cool. What's your Doing it. If someone wants to get meditation for practice from you, where would they go? Go to laurahouse.com. It's an easy way to find me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Um, I will be in uh, Lake Tahoe this week, February, excuse me, January 28th through February 1, um, where I will be watching uh, Project Almanac. Yeah. And, and weeping. And weeping openly. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping they're getting more snow so I can ski. And uh, and have an excuse. I couldn't get to the movie theater. Oh, sorry, Chris. It was powder. <laughs> um, and then I will be watching the Super Bowl on Sunday in the sports book and probably live tweeting it. Um, and betting on the coin toss. Because you can get to do that. Oh, with, wow. Which is so fun. Uh, so check that out. And then also um, February 11th, uh, I'm with Murray Valeriano and several other co surfing comedians on the Comics on Safari show at the Brea Improv. <laughs> and then uh, headlining the Hollywood Improv uh, Saturday, February 14th, Valentine's Aww, Day. Yeah, bring your sweeties. Bing, bing, bing. Makeout City. Yeah, that's why they had to hire the divorce guy to headline. Aww. He'll be free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then of also, course. Also, that could have been any comic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I live in that framing. There's one divorced comic, <laughs> and we need to get one comic the one who it, it didn't work out for. Yeah. In, in LA. In LA. <laughs> most comics' relationships are rock solid. And other and non comics. Yeah. Everyone's doing great. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, Las Vegas, February 17th through the 22nd. Go to Vegas.com. Use coupon code CFN to get discounts on that show. And I will be at, uh, improv, at the improv in Lake Tahoe, February 11th to the 15th. Sweet. Uh, over the uh, the Valentine's Day holiday, mm -hmm. so uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Come check it out, and uh, we want uh, to remind you guys too to um, check out. We do have an app. I know sometimes you guys are like, I don't want to deal with iTunes. That that's fine. You can get our app. 
Uh, and it's also available for uh, Android, but only at Amazon. So people have been asking, well, I can't find the Android app. It's only on Amazon. Okay, That's the Android app only at Amazon. And then, of course, there's, there's a- the iTunes is where you get the iOS app. Yeah. Sweet. And uh, also check out the store. We've got a lot of cool Dana Gould stuff right now. Uh, we got his T-shirts and his CDs and DVDs. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 253. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. As always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first. That's what I call my butthole. <laughs> <laughs>